0: Welcome everyone to the Run Local podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where we invite guests from across the spectrum of society, including elite athletes, entrepreneurs, local legends, uh, and even some of our great sponsors, as you will see today. So uh, we like to utilize the sport of running to learn more about these individuals, their local community, and what they're doing to kind of change the world within their organizations. Uh, we see running as kind of like the the vehicle for that, but but not even where it starts nor stops. So at run local, we love to use the power of movement and doing the doable at a local level. So unlike other podcasts, you will get the opportunity to jump in between a myriad of hosts, uh, myself being JT service, other times Josh Muxon, and even Jimmy Coleman, the voice of uh, Nitro Circus. But today it is a one on one podcast. um, And we are super super excited to have our guest today, uh, who is the VP of Retail Experience at Excite Credit Union, uh, Mr. Richard Walter. Did I nail that or did I nail that? You totally nailed that. It's it's almost like you had it rehearsed. (laughs) It's almost like I was reading it off the screen. I totally cheated this time. That is my title cool and what does that involve uh, excite credit union being the presenting sponsor of the silicon valley half marathon this is the first time uh, we've had a presenting sponsor so really we can say excite credit union is like one of the most important people in our orga- organizations uh in our world because you support so many of the things we do um but what what does excite do uh, in terms of uh, supporting run local events in silicon valley half marathon
1: yeah, absolutely. I, I would say before anything, um, you know, we are a credit union and a credit union is all about the whole cooperative spirit and it's about people helping people. And that is a driving force for our credit union. And our CEO, even Brian Dorsey, is has a very clear um, direction for our organization, making sure that we're making impact beyond just uh, financial products and services, but really finding ways to give back to the community in other ways. Because we know as an organization that when we can help our members or help the community, it all makes um, the community a better place. And it's it's really like sponsoring events such as the Silicon Valley Half and a variety of other nonprofits that we actually participate in. That we're trying to live true to our purpose, um, yep. and that's that's really what we're all about.
0: That's cool. Um, and. And this is not, I guess, for for those listening at home, this is not uh, corporate speak. Uh, we have had the opportunity. Um, I, I have, I've had dinner with Brian Dorsey, the CEO of Excite Credit Union, um, John from from Community, and then seeing them li- walk this walk, you know, like y- there's a lot of people that talk to talk. Excite Credit Union, you know, they they back it up. And and one thing, I, I was at a, a fundraising sponsorship dinner uh, for Eastside Alliance, and Uh, Brian gave a great talk uh, the CEO of excite talking about how they do support these communities how they're setting up um, And you might be able to talk about this these savings accounts um, for kids. I think it's uh, to get ready for college, right? Um, Yeah, and I don't know if you can speak to to that specific program But there's so many of these things that uh, excite credit union formerly Alliance credit union But now now going forward excite credit union is doing in the community and that we love
1: Yeah, and and I think that really goes to the point uh, regarding financial equity. You know, we have realized as an organization that there is some disparity between those in the community um, as it relates to financial products. Um, One of the um, foundations near and dear to our heart uh, actually supports foster youth uh, kids that are actually in Mm -hmm. the space. And I think there's a statistic out there that says that um, if there is a, a foster youth kid had as little as five hundred dollars in a savings account by the time uh, they turn 18, they're 90 um, something percent more likely to actually go to college and graduate. Wow. And so, yep. you know, some of those driving forces and those insights uh, really help us as an organization determine products and services that really are able to get back to the community. I think the savings account that you're referring to is called our Step Up Savings. Yeah, that was it. That, is, that is for um, those individuals of, you know, some of these nonprofits that we partner with to help uh, bring people to a more equitable, equitable position in the community. Um, we we actually fund the opening deposit for the individual um, of $50. And then the credit union will actually match $25 per year um, from the time that they enroll in the account um, all the way up until they hit 18, with bonus uh, contributions occurring at ages 5, 10, uh, 15, and 18. Uh, and I, I that think is at, so the awesome.
0: end,
1: at, at the end of that, uh, you know, when they do turn 18, if they started at age two or three, um, they would have well over a thousand dollars sitting in a savings account of which more than six hundred dollars was contributed by the credit union,
0: yeah, and that's so cool i I mean, yes, the money part's cool and and it's commendable to be adding this money every year and at the bonus levels but what i what I see is different my parents being educators uh growing up is it 's almost like a mindset flip you know like a switch where you're saving this money for college so you're starting to think that you're going to college it's almost like putting the <laughs> kind of putting the cart before the horse but it changes your mindset of where you, like the track you're on i think as a as a kid and in specifically right here in san jose and in santa clara county where our events exist and where excite credit union uh, calls home so yep. um it's really cool so i guess this is a long myriad of way of in the in the beginning of this podcast to be talking about that there's this real relationship between excite credit union being the presenting sponsor of the silicon valley half we as an organization are run local events and i started this 10 years ago i think we came up with the tagline maybe eight years ago for run local and the reason really was to dig into our local communities um, support local charities such as Silicon Valley Education Foundation, which we will get into. I know that's a charity that we both support. Um, partner with local artists uh, and, and create events for local communities that are, are healthy and happy and fun. And I think we finally found like this partner and excite that that goes right along with it right? Like you guys are supporting. Uh, Brian's even said it before that it's not so much you're, you're keeping your money at Excite Credit Union. It's kind of like the money is just going into the community and then it just gets moved around. It's like there's loans going out here, but it all stays very local. And I don't know if you could speak to that.
1: Yeah, um, a- absolutely. I, I think that's part of our promise to our community is that, you know, w- if we're able to take care of each other and, and it goes back to those cooperative principles around people helping people, you know, some mm. of these financial products, um, quite frankly, they're not profitable for the credit union. It's truly about <laughs> giving back to the, the the community and it's really helping individuals get to a more equitable position. And uh like you said, it it, it what goes around comes around and, and that's mm. what uh really making an impact in the community is all about. And it's something that we're committed to as an organization. And I think even what we're going through right now is uh, when there's strain and uncertainty in the marketplace, now more than ever is the most time to to really honor those commitments and ensure that you are committed to the community.
0: Well, that's great. Um, and it, it, those who are watching this on video um, can see in the backdrop behind me our, our kind of tagline at Soul Focus, which is our, our our kind of umbrella company is give love, get love, and really leading with with that giving element um, and and I can see that uh, kind of being a, a dovetail into what what excite credit union does with the community. Um, you started to talk about right at the end there, you know in the times that we are in right now it it'd be almost tone deaf for us to to ignore that we're having this conversation, uh, both of us and from the safety of our own homes calling in and and having this great conversation. But can you talk about what um, how how COVID-19 and how what Excite Credit Union's kind of answer is to that? Like what what's going on with the credit union? Um, how are you working with the community uh, through these trying times?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I will say, you know, the credit union is no, unfortunately, no stranger to disaster. You know, whether it's mm. fire fires related or hurricanes that we've dealt with or flooding, mm. um, you know, this is another um opportunity for our credit union to really come through and shine on you know what we can do to help them throughout this crisis Um, with excite you know credit unions um, in particular in our organization um, really have a solid focus on ensuring that we can help people transition through these difficult times before you know even some of the government regulation uh came out, um excite was prepared to offer up to a six month forbearance uh, for all of our mortgage holders um, wow. which is far above the three that was actually um recommended you know by our governor yeah. and incredible. you know for our consumer loans across the board as well we're we're offering relief on you know monthly payments waiving our overdraft fees, and so forth you know doing what we can to truly give back in, in a time mm-hmm. of need um and, and again, that's, that's really what this is all about.
0: Yeah, that is so cool. Um, it, I always get this feeling with the credit union that it just feels more personable, right? And, it, and it's almost more local to the point where you can deal with problems that are specific to Santa Clara County uh, with, with site credit union being right there. Um, is that something you feel like you can, you can almost make it more malleable to where, to where people are are banking with you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We uh, again going back to the whole promise to our community. Um, our commitment is to our community and those um, nonprofits mm-hmm. and those organizations that are de- designed to really help um, build a stronger community. And you know that starts with financial products and services. Um, you know that's something that's a passion of ours. Um, we as an organization as well also have uh, you know policies in place to allow individuals to take time away from work, paid time to even just go volunteer in the community to make an impact um, with organizations wherever they see fit Um, and you know it's so humbling to work with an organization that has uh, such a similar purpose similar um, groups that we're supporting and it's it's been a great partnership for us
0: that's great I love it. So let's let's we've talked about some of the the things you do all the time in the community. Talked about some of the things you've done uh, specifically around um, COVID 19 and and some of the trying times we're in now. Let's let's we'll we'll take our foot off the gas here and talk about some of the more fun stuff, which is uh, we're about to we're going to have our third annual Silicon Valley Half Marathon presented by Excite Credit Union. And I'm saying we're going to have it because. We're gonna richard we're gonna have it we're
1: gonna, gonna have do it. it we're gonna
0: have it it's, it's gonna happen i'm gonna will it will it into into happening um we don't have a specific date for it yet we're working really closely with um the city of san jose because they need to move all their different things around and events are moving and we want to we want to set it up for this fall uh 2020 so we have the third annual in, in 2020 not to mention really celebrate, you know, the the presenting sponsorship of of Excite Credit Union, but also for the the cause that we have, which is the Silicon Valley Education Foundation. So that's going to be our celebration, I I feel like, at the end of all of this. And we really want to get our community kind of, I mean, running, staying fit, keeping moving, using their token to get out once a day, um, looking towards something and still give some people... um, Kind of a, a carrot at the end of this thing um that yes we we had to can't postpone it here April fifth um which would be happening this weekend, you know like I can almost it's almost surreal that you know we would be we should be preparing for a big race this weekend um but how are you got how are you guys taking it from a sponsors a sponsor point of view of an event getting postponed like this? I think a lot of our a lot of our listeners are other race directors and they like to to kind of hear the sponsors um sponsors side of things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um I, I think first and foremost the safety of the public is something that is truly mm-hmm. important. And I, I know it's a difficult decision to make to postpone um this type of event and you know we applaud the efforts um made to postpone um even before some of the um mandates were put into place to actually postpone yep. this. So I mean I, I, I feel like from a sponsorship perspective, I think it was commendable for that decision to come to light. Um and you know, the pure fact of how you're handling this It's not just um, simply canceling the race outright, which has occurred to races here in the Bay Area. <laughs> I know that I was, yeah. I was actually supposed to run another <laughs> race and they just flat out canceled it altogether. But right. um, really moving forward um, past, you know, just the race itself, but the purpose behind the race, um, that is something mm-hmm. that is so near and dear to my heart. Um, For my own runs that, you know, yeah. I, I find that it, it is truly, truly um Something that everyone should do is is run with purpose.
0: Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah, and we love I love the word of purpose or intention. I think is is really important of of why do you do this because there's going to be so many hard times and you kind of have to lean back on that intention or with that purpose and and that does come back to our some of our organizational kind of pillars which is our our mission is to Inspire people to move and change communities and improve communities, and and to do it through that. So for us, by taking people's health in consideration and putting that at risk is completely against our mission. So we are just living kind of within it and being like, you know what, this is not the time to have a half marathon. This is the time to kind of buckle down, um, you know, stay inside, stay safe. And I think that's why we were able to make such a definitive statement to be like, we can't have this now, in um, it. It felt like it would just be against everything. We're for. If we're trying to help our communities and keep everyone safe and healthy, it's the exact opposite. It's throwing people into a 5,000 person half marathon and having them uh, all, all could cajole and, and be near each other. So yeah. for us, we had to keep it safe. Uh, we love the idea of, of pushing it to the fall because maybe that gives us some more opportunity to open up this event to more people um, and do it right when we can. So uh, we're excited for that. Uh, so you mentioned running. Uh, it's we are so lucky to have a sponsor that actually runs. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I would love to hear your history. This is the Run Local podcast. We got to know how much. When did, R- when did uh, Richard Walter find running? Why do you love it? Give us, give us some insight into that.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I fell into running, gosh, probably seven, maybe eight years ago, where I had one of those, you know, step on the scale moments. And I was a little alarmed <laughs> to see the number that yeah. popped up. And, you know, I, I had a hard conversation to have with myself. I was like, you know, yeah. there's probably some changes that I need to make in life. And so, um, you know, from the research i did i'm like you know i've got to buckle down and i've really got to get a good cardio situation and i've got to get my um, nutrition under control so uh I, you know setting individual goals is so important and so um mm-hmm. when i when i embarked on that journey to shed a few pounds and tone up a little bit uh, i had a goal of actually just uh running a mile in under eight minutes uh that seems yeah. like uh, an impossible feat to me at, at, at that time 45. Yeah, yeah uh, it was uh, it was it was at the time, yeah. and it yep. it seemed like a huge challenge to tackle. I remember, you know, even just trying to even run one mile without stopping um, was something that was a huge, huge, huge challenge for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I was able to accomplish that my first year, and wow. you know, I, I was cool. able to maintain that eight minute mile pace, which I was very impressed by. Um, and I, I do realize that that is a pretty decent uh, pace from it there. Is. I I'd said, you know, I'm going to run a half marathon. It's probably the craziest <laughs> idea I that's ever thought
0: big, of. That's a big leap from going, uh, I want to run yeah. a sub eight minute mile to now I'm going to run 13 of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, gosh, I think back in 2013, I said, you know, I'm going to run the San Francisco half marathon, which I did. Mm. And my goal was one, to finish and preferably two, to do it without stopping. Yes. So. I was so pleased I, I finished that uh that race and uh kind of caught the bug from there and it's been addicting ever since.
0: Oh my gosh, uh that is great. And so that's 8 years ago. What's the what was the most recent run that you did?
1: Um, I ran two halves last year, so I ran the Livermore half, um, I think it was this this time last year, and then I ran Mm -hmm. the Oaktown half as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yep. So, uh, pretty good races uh, in the East Bay. Uh, One thing I love about uh, running is you do get to see, you know, different parts of, you know, the Bay Area or even the country Uh if you're running in in other places. Uh, Just for comparison, I I think my first half marathon, I finished at a pace, uh, my total time was like an hour, 49 minutes, uh, which I was still. I was delighted right. with <laughs> yeah, um, the Livermore pace. Uh, I was, I actually finished in an hour 32 minutes and you know, for the Silicon Valley half, I will finish in under one hour, 30 minutes.
0: I love it. And you know what, there's no better course that, to have that goal for. We've designed it, uh, Justin Coburn, our, our course management. It, I think it's one of the fastest courses in California. It's real flat, real fast. And and hopefully we can start up nice early fall morning to get you uh to get you that goal, and that would be amazing. That's seven. That's under seven minutes a mile. It is. That's that's the goal. <laughs> oh, Richard, you're you're throwing down the gauntlet right now, and I love it. And you know what? You maybe we have um. I don't know if you've heard of Meb Meb Kaflesky, um, the silver medalist, um, but he is a a investor in our event. And he usually goes out and paces one of the groups. And I think he, he typically likes to pace that seven minute 130 group. So you may be alongside uh, Meb, our, our, our race ambassador, going for that big goal, which you couldn't have a more qualified pacer. That'd be pretty sweet.
1: I, I'm looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, so we've, we've talked a little bit about um, Excite Credit Union, you're running, what we're all about. I'd love to know if you have any bucket lists coming up in the future like what are you looking forward to and it doesn't even have to be running like I'd love to know like you've got this VP job is there anything it, professionally everything that that you're looking forward to even even in these wild times uh
1: you know I- I, I do. I, I do have you know bucket list things, and certainly there's yep. things that I'm interested in. But uh, before we get on to that, I, I would sure. be remiss if I if I didn't you know kind of go back and just talk about, a little bit about uh, like having a purpose while running and just yeah. elaborating on Love that it. just a little bit further. Perfect. You know, one of one of the huge uh, challenges uh, for me or surprising consequences that came as a result of one, um, running is that it really forced a change in in my own personal mindset. You know, when I very mm. first started running, it, it truly was about me, you know, me being okay. better out today, me losing a few pounds, me shedding some um, time off my races. Um, but the more and more that I ran, I, I, I saw, started to see this change in my mindset around, you know, well, well, how can I compare this to other people in the community? And so many races like the Silicon Valley half do have beneficiaries that assist those in need, such mm-hmm. as the Silicon Valley Educators Foundation, Mm -hmm. Um, And what is truly, truly amazing to me is that um, what your mind and body are capable of when you're actually serving others you know, negative yeah, cool. thinking that you have is gone. The pain that your mm-hmm. body feels, it's completely squashed and purpose yeah. is truly achieved, you know, fighting to finish at my personal best really pills in comparison to the fight, um, for upward mobility that kids in the foster system endure each day, you mm. know, suddenly, you know, my own personal problems. And if I don't have the best race time, those problems seem so minuscule and it really propels yeah. my own personal purpose in running
0: that's really cool and i'm curious if you have any specific tools um i don't know if it's in your mind or uh you know ways that you bring that purpose back to your tra- like back to your training and back to your uh and back to your competing like to 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 remind you, yourself of those of that real purpose
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a race that I've done for a number of years um, in Sacramento each year. Uh, it's the SAC town 10, uh, mm-hmm. where they actually, their beneficiary of the race is the Children's Miracle Network. And yeah. I was really touched um, one year because the whole entire race, um, I think my body was sore from training and, you know, had fatigue and that sort of thing. And I had the realization that said, you know, gosh, what those kids are going through in the hospital as I'm running by is nothing compared to what I'm going for, and so mm. each time, every, each time I'm out running, each time I, I have a step that I'm trying to take forward, you compare yourself to those that are right. less fortunate than you, and it's it's like I can run this race, you know, I can participate, I can give money to these types of charities, um, because that truly, truly, truly um, will help uh, giving yep. to, to give back to the community.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Uh, And I'm so glad you brought up this topic. It actually, it starts to bring um, kind of a flood of reminders to me of I was kind of thinking back into my own running. Um, I used to do it pretty seriously. I do it a lot less serious now. Um, But I remember my mom is a two time cancer survivor. And I would always, when I would get in a deep, deep dark spot in, in a marathon or something where I didn't think I could keep that pace going or something like that, I would just think about like all the treatments she had and the way that she would still keep a smile on her face or something like that. And I'd just be like, oh, if she can do that. I can do this. I'm just out running. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. just, I <laughs> yeah. just put one foot in front of the other. Like I'd stop taking yourself so seriously. People have 10 times harder problems than this. So they could be tough then than you can be tough now. Yeah. Ah, it's so yeah. cool.
1: And I I'm even so think glad you brought with, that up. And I even think, too, with this whole, you know, COVID-19 that's going on, um, you know, as a runner, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I set sometimes unrealistically high expectations for myself. And so... <laughs> I feel like to a certain degree, I'm like, gosh, I can't get out for a run. and You know, Richard, you're being so lazy. You need to get out and go right. for a run. And you forget, you forget that there is actually sick people out there that are dealing with this illness that can't breathe mm-hmm. at all. And, you know, we are, fortunate enough to be healthy and you know have gotten the the protocol to you know shelter yep. in place and you know work um at least you know 6 feet apart from each other and some of those sort of things and right. um it, it it helps with you know some of the empathy for you know the the whole problem cool. that we are all dealing yeah. with right now.
0: Absolutely. I think that's that's great perspective because uh, we, otherwise, you're hearing a lot of people complain about this and this, or I can't go to this, or I can't eat that, or this event's canceled, and you put it all in perspective, and and we're going to get out of this, um, yeah. and, and maybe even stronger. So uh, we're seeing, and I don't know if you're reading some of this, but there's now, because gyms are closed, uh, because people, you know, maybe can't go to a pool where they normally would go swim, There's <laughs> we're getting a whole new generation of runners because of yeah. COVID-19. And people that are just like, I guess this is all I can do. Have you seen some of that? And what do you think about it? absolutely
1: and and i am so thrilled to see additional yep. people pick up running uh you know I, I think back even training for the silicon valley half i i would go out and do my long runs on the weekend and you know i may see a handful of people while, while i would be out some of them walking mm-hmm. some of them riding bikes and uh you know i was the lone soul on there putting in right. you know, mile after mile just trying to get my my pace down uh but right. these last few weeks you see people running and it's crowded. It's almost like crowded where they're trying to stay away the, the six feet and it's such a breath it's of like fresh going
0: air. Around each other.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a breath of fresh air to, to see uh, people pick up this new hobby and it, it's an awesome, awesome time to be a runner.
0: I think it is too. And it, I think it goes back to kind of like the simplicity of running that you don't need much, right? You need some shoes, you need some legs, and you can get out in a little bit of time. Um, and I'm so excited for it. I'm curious, and maybe this would be good for uh, maybe other new runners listening to this. Were there any resources that you recall kind of referring to when you were just starting out that were really helpful? Um, I don't know, not to put you on the spot, but.
1: Yeah, what no, think? I I think one thing about me is I, I love to just research stuff online. So I literally would mm-hmm. go to Google and be like, you know, what what are some of the best practices uh, for running? Right. And I, I think I remember coming across something about uh, Couch to 5K. I, I don't know if oh, you're familiar yeah. with that. I do. I know the program. I, <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'm going to try to do this this Couch to 5K. And yeah. uh, I really wasn't... Very strict with my my training uh, with that. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of just did it the Richard way, if you will, where I wasn't yes. as, always as consistent, and a lot of it was trial and error. You know, I, mm-hmm. I would just go out and um, I think tracking for me was something that was important to see. Okay, you know, I ran you know this distance this fast. What was my pace? Um, and right. just the cer- certainly just tracking you know some of my movements. Um, it's kind of interesting, you know, with the advances that we've seen over the past five to ten years. Um, I, I never was a watch wearer before, and you know mm-hmm. now I I wear like an Apple Watch and mm-hmm. um, you you're tracking every single calorie I burn, every single run that I do. Um, right. I have a lot of data to help you know make sure that I, I'm on track with my running. Um, That's cool. I, I don't know about you. Do you use any um, running apps where you actually track your your apps
0: on? Yep. Yes. we um I think I pop around I think the fun one for community wise is Strava I like that people are kind of kind of see each other's runs i I really like utilizing a map my run um, that is kind of a fun one not uh, only because it tracks it but there's a um, uh, there's some training plans on that one as yeah. well so some some that are a little more in-depth there's so many great ones now um nike yeah. run club has them so it's kind of like what's what's your preference and which which one do you you kind of get one and you stick to it to yeah. an extent um yeah
1: but, i've kind of bounced around them too you know just trying to figure out which one the, the right one was for me i've tried all of those um including uh run keeper as well that's what oh, i was yeah. using when i was training for silicon valley half and that yep. training plan was pretty rigorous and was definitely helping me get towards my goal <laughs> pace.
0: so yeah. <laughs> And I think that's cool. I think it's tracking is, and you're talking about almost just looking at metrics, but it gives people like encouragement, right? Like you're like, oh, I'm going a little bit faster. I wasn't able to do this two weeks ago. Um, burning more calories, losing weight. And you're seeing these different numbers and it can be directly attributed to the to the work you're putting in. Um,
1: yeah. And I would say you have, like that.
0: Yeah. The- the the
1: new runners out there too, it's not always just about the the numbers that you put up. I I think that's something else that was really tough for me in the beginning was, you know, Mm -hmm. gosh, I I was really trying to get to that eight minute mile. Not everyone is going to be at that eight minute mile and and running is such an individual thing. And, um, I think the natural tendency is to kind of compare yourself to others. Whereas, you know, you should only be comparing yourself to yourself. uh, Um, you know, are you better today than you were yesterday?
0: yep and that's great we had a our last podcast guest um martina sevens uh pig 300 pound guy and he is running marathons like five a year uh he is out there and you know what it takes him what it takes him but he gets it done and he inspires people like all over the world that running's not just for like these cookie cutter people that look like string beans or something like that that it's for like every body type and every you know race sex everything it's um that the running's for everyone and we had such a good conversation about how to how to open that up and try to make it more i I don't know just make it feel more like welcome to everyone and and i think you're basically you're really just echoing that sentiment uh that it's not not about being fast it's about it's about being out there and, and improving so cool um Man, Richard, I'm I I feel really positive about this conversation. I'm so glad you brought it to to purpose. I think that's going to be uh kind of a, the uh the theme of this one because I think there's a lot of purpose from what we do as event producers, what Excite Credit Union is doing um, in terms of your relationships and your partnerships, not only with with events such as ours, but also with the community uh, during COVID nineteen. Uh, admiss but also all the time with foster foster children and then and improving education opportunities uh throughout throughout San Jose and Santa Clara County. I think purpose is is really kind of our theme today. I thought it was so cool that you you brought that up. That was great. Um is there anything else you wanna you wanna put out there for, for the people? Where can people find out more about how to become excite credit union members now that they've heard uh the amazing the amazing company that you guys are. Um,
1: yeah, I, I would encourage those interested to, to join the credit union to go to excitecu.org. Um, I, again, you know, just encouraging people to use remote channels as much as possible just for their own safety. Um, when it is safe to come out, we do have branches that are accessible, but uh, we do encourage you to, to go online to find out more information. We do have a whole host of um, information on our website as well as it relates to COVID-19. So mm-hmm. anything from scams um, to be aware of, as well as, you know, additional resources that individuals um, that are impacted could actually tap into, we're really doing our best to make sure that we're helping, you know, spread some of the good information out there in the world as well.
0: That's so cool. Um, yeah. From the first day I met Brian Dorsey and John, and the whole team over there, and now great to talk to you. I I always feel better and better about our partnership. It feels like the real deal, going rowing the boat in the same direction, and uh, I cannot wait to see you run one hour, 29 minutes. Uh, this October at the Silicon Valley Half Marathon, presided by presented by Excite Credit Union, it is going to be a treat for me to see that. So you better keep training.
1: Yeah, maybe <laughs> an hour twenty-eight minutes. Who knows? <laughs> oh,
0: that's perfect. I love it. I love that you're continuing to push it. You're not even going to let yourself off the hook. But we all got to keep training during COVID-19 and some of our shelter-in-place. So everyone keep. Keep chopping wood out there. Um, On behalf of Run Local Events and Richard Walter, uh, our guest today from Excite Credit Union, I want to thank everyone for tuning into the podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great day.